Stephen Cluxton is on the pitch. He is togged out for Dublin. Are you sure he's not a mascot, Joe? I am 100% sure he's not a mascot. Stephen Cluxton is part of the Dublin panel today. I'm surprised as anyone, Joe. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. It's so unexpected. It's one of those you had to be there moments. You had to be there. It subsequently genuinely did change everything about my life. You had to be there. Right, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Connor Moore's list of you had to be there is pretty, pretty, pretty good, Connor. Uh, yeah, it's it, it deviates a lot. There's a few different sports in it anyway. Mm. Was it difficult for you to put together? Um, not really. There was different things. I was I was going to throw a Formula One thing, but I was like, is that like a really the performance wise? It wasn't something that you're like, whoa. It was the mm. whole event that was wow. So I suppose this was like you had to be there. Yeah, performances kind of thing. So yeah. we're not talking about your performances. We're talking about other no, things. no, no. <laughs> I know, that would have been hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can tell you about a few times I've uh, burnt already. Right? <laughs> oh, bombed. Uh, uh, do you, have you bombed? Uh, t- uh, bombed, bombed. Yeah, about twice. What's um, bombed? Bomb? What's the double like, bomb? You're not getting like a laugh. I remember going to Kerry years ago and I did a thing, the Gael Talk, uh did a, a gig and up until that point I did about 10 gigs where they were just kind of GA gigs so you'd walk in and just go, oh shin, whatever and slag them off and everybody laughs and it was so easy and I was thinking, oh, this is just a doddle like, you know, and so you go down and this is a bit more of a corporate gig and I get up there and it's in the INEC and there's a big gap between me and all the people so you can't even see the mannerisms or anything and um can't remember who was interviewing me, but I did it anyway, and it was just getting no laughs. And it had never happened to uh, me before, and it was like, I was maybe a couple of months into it, and Broly was after telling everybody, because we were at his table, she said, wait until you see Connor going up, he says, he's absolutely wonderful, this man is, he's a marvel, so he is, he's a genius, watch this. And I get up there, and I absolutely, like, <laughs> no pressure, stink the place out of it. And at the end, and then whoever was inter- interviewing me says, um, he goes, at the end of it, I'll ask you how this all came about, because this has been very quick and you've just gone, you know, whatever. And I says, yeah, yeah. So at the end, I finished up and literally crickets, you know. <laughs> oh, geez. And then the guy goes, so Connor, tell us how you started all this. Like, <laughs> And I was holding the microphone. I, I won't curse. But uh, pretty much, I turned, he goes, tell us how you started all this. And I forgot to take the mic down off my mouth. And I looked at him and I put my hand on his shoulder. He goes, I know, that. I says, right. <laughs> <laughs> got the biggest laugh. Oh no! Off the stage, oh. <laughs> off stage left. I remember going up to the hotel room and I was like, I can't go down there and face him. Probably rings me up. He's like, Come down, come down. He goes, oh, yeah. Blah blah. And in fairness, he was dead right. Went down. I had a great laugh for the rest of the night. Like, but I remember that was the first. I was like, Ooh. You kind of need to go through that, though, right? Oh, one hundred ten percent. You learn so much more from those gigs than you do doing any other. Because I remember talking to Barry Murphy years ago. I met him for a coffee, and it's like you have to know the room. Like and I'm very much like that. So if I I have to know everyone who who's in the room, if they're golf people or if they're whatever people, and you tailor the gig to them because if you don't like, you you'll you'll burn a lot more often. So. You run the risk. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. All right, let's get into this list because it's really good. Um, uh, Desi Dolan in 2003, it's Westmead versus Mead. <laughs> this is the draw. <laughs> Two thirteen apiece. Yeah, I had to I had to stick this one out. It's only a quarter final. Answer the quarter final as well. So hang on, is this the is this the miss? Did you not know? I wasn't sure. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to pick it the year they win. Uh, no, as in, it, it, that was more of a team performance, but I was kind of going for individual displays here. And I started following Westmead, I'd say, 2001. And it, literally, it was the same story every year. You were playing Mead. I remember the quarterfinal of the Leinster 2001. And the narrative was always the same. We're, we're leading. We're about five points up. There's about 20 minutes to go. 
high ball is kicked in mm. Miles or Nestor one of these boys drives the ball down the field and Graham Gerrihy comes in punches it into the net or else it breaks to Ollie Murphy and he slips it in this happened 2001 and we had a great run in the qualifiers and uh, 2003 then the reason I remember this game so well is we were sitting in the Hogan stand and there was this old man behind us and he was talking to my dad and he was having this kind of I've been following Westmead now for about since 1958 and I've never seen us beat Mead and we were going and we were losing a half time I remember but Desi was having probably one of the greatest games of, and I've seen him playing club matches and stuff but at this level maybe one of the best games I've ever seen him play it was just it was he couldn't do anything wrong the ball every ball just fell to him kind of you know one of those days everything goes right for you and yeah. stuff and I remember like even there was a high ball in and the goalkeeper went to catch it or something I can't remember if he was if he caught it up here or down there or whatever but it bounced back into Desi's uh, chest pretty much and I think he punched it into the mm. net if I remember and then he gets a free out in the sideline and it's like 14 yards out and it was one of the best frees I've ever seen and I think he mightn't have even went to the 14 yard line with it which you're supposed to like I think it was he kicked it from inside it and everybody's like this is unbelievable we're a point up or whatever or sorry it's a draw game and uh, I can't remember who committed the free was it a pick up off the ground I, like again I can't remember too much but uh, it, ha- it happened and then the Mead boys remonstrated with the referee. So it wasn't now a 30-yard free, it was a 21-yard free. Mm. And the old man grabbed my father and he said it again. He says, 19, and you named the year, whether it was 48 or 58 or something, I've been following West Mead and we haven't done it, and blah, blah, blah. And Desi was after having the most amazing game I've ever seen of anyone. And then he gets the ball, it's, I don't know, 21 yards out, and he misses the free. He's going to love that I brought this up. I love Desi, but I just had to, it was like... It, growing up like in Westmead he everyone when you're playing football especially if you're a forward Desi's your hero like and uh, it just was one of the most amazing it's a, it's a folklore game like because it, it, like, he obviously he missed it and I remember a lot of people were saying oh no that went over the bar but you could see from Desi's body language he knew it didn't go over the bar mm. or whatever so like it went wide but like it was possibly the greatest miss in the history of Westmead GEA because well, things then, they went for a change that year, obviously. And yeah. Luke Dempsey was after doing some amazing stuff at Westmead, and it was probably unfair, but we ended up getting Pawdy, and we ended up winning Leinster. Would that have happened without Pawdy? The rest is history. So it was a bittersweet moment. It was an amazing <laughs> performance, but I had to throw that in there. Desi loved that one. Maybe you would have won it that year if you'd just kicked that one. <laughs> no, no, no. I definitely think we would have lost in the semi-finals. I actually, I, I genuinely believe we wouldn't have won it. Um, I think... Not that, like, obviously, like you can't say you don't know, but I think that Pawdy brought something like a winner's mentality to it and I, I just, made people believe. I'm just uh, Googling here. So, uh, Pete from Gavin Comiskey in 2003. Luke Dempsey stepped down as manager of Westmead after the county football board delegates voted to re-interview for the position. So, I suspect that they knew that Pawdy was available. Mm. Um, Dempsey had nine years of inter-county involvement, three as senior manager, leading Westmead to minor another 21 All-Ireland titles. So, like, he's like, this is my natural progression and we've got there and then Pawdy comes in and... And he, and he was only given three years as well. Like, he, he definitely deserved. And after, like, obviously, you know, if the ball was kicked over the bar, he was keeping his job. All he had to do, really, he didn't have to win the Leinster. He just had to beat, beat Meath. Yeah. That was the big thing. Like, because 2001, we had the quarterfinal of the Leinster and then the quarterfinal of the All-Ireland. And the exact same thing happened where we were well ahead. And Westmead, to be fair, as much as people say, oh, we were minnows when we won it in 2004, like, we had... An unbelievable team. Well, obviously, I didn't realise backbone by minor and all Ireland under like, twenty one. Larry, our half back line was uh, Michael Ennis, um, Jerry Heaven, Damien Healy, who were 
three like three players that could get in any half back line in Ireland th- at that point. You had Rory O'Connell at midfield. John Cain was in that team as well. John, and John yeah. Cain's like yeah. one of probably, I think, was it Brogan or one of them that said he was like, like the toughest opponent or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just. And John wasn't like the most amazing fellow with a football in his hand or whatever, and he'd admit that himself. But like, my God, like he. He didn't need to be. He was just so incredibly fast and tenacious. And like when he tackled you, it was just, I don't know, it was like piranhas eating you or something. Mm. Like he, he was just all over you. Uh, fair play to Desi for making the TV ad for Vodafone a couple of years later. Or was I it know, he made a few quid of it. I remember my father watching that and he goes, that for making money off us. Or off our misery. I was full sure I was going to get it. That was the, was the, the ad. <laughs> I was full sure I was probably out to have me one of my best games but um, he really did like and in fairness like uh, he, uh, he's definitely our greatest player like in my opinion like it's a real sliding doors moment though because as you say time. like yeah. Luke Dempsey definitely gets to keep the gig right so that's the first one it's a, a bit of a Debbie Downer most people predict- well, we won the Leinster I think it was like bittersweet I think mm. it all uh, it, if it was uh, you wouldn't write that script now in Hollywood no and in fairness the fact that they do come back to win the Leinster means that everybody gets some kind of uh, everybody but Luke wins I know <laughs> but if that's also, it's also watching your county I think is the most nervous you could possibly be you probably the same for Kildare in 98 but like anytime I, I, I couldn't cover a Monaghan match in a work capacity because I'd be too yeah, too yeah, nervous yeah, so I think I, when yeah. you're watching your home county you're just like nah I can't you're I'm emotionally not. invested in a game like that you're not actually like watch it yeah you're giving out everyone that makes a mistake you're giving out it's hard to like yeah, yeah process be it. objective David Clifford in the 2022 All-Ireland Final this is kind of up there with uh, with um, Shane Lowry a little bit I thought Shane oh, Walsh Shane Walsh on the same day Shane Walsh was yeah yeah well, I, like, obviously the winning team yeah for, for me my dad uh, is a he's a staunch Galway man and he was like oh Walsh was man of the match and don't get me wrong he was amazing but it, for me it's like who got the result yeah who kicked the you know in the last 10 minutes who got the points or whatever and Clifford kicked that one from the corner but like everything he did that day when you think about his performance and the a bit like we got an All-Ireland final akin to the World Cup final where you had Mbappe and Messi yeah. start you don't really get that yeah. you don't, you know, how many El Clasicos did Messi or Ronaldo not really show up in it, the odd time the two of them might play well so you got like an All-Ireland final where the two um, talisman actually showed up and mm. had a shootout nearly between each other and like Shane Walsh was absolutely like he was imperious like in a sense but like Clifford and typical of Jack O'Connor there's always a little he always throws in a little little simple tactic in every final or something he kicks in a couple of diagonal balls puts a bit of pressure on the goal with full back line the goalkeeper Cl- Clifford uh, seven minutes in or something he goes up and he catches a ball yeah. like this and just again shows off like every trick in the book he has you want to kick the ball in low to him he'll win it in low left or right foot marks freeze it was a game where he just showed off every kind of like facet to his game and on top of that then he kicked over pressure points you know and especially that one in the corner that it was 66 minutes or whatever like I'm not, I don't really think it was a foul yeah man he, yeah. he definitely played for it um, I think it was Spillane or something I kind of thought uh, but uh, he kicks it over from the corner and everything he just did that day was unbelievable and for me like a lot of people argue oh is he the greatest or whatever and I'm like not, not, not that I'm any uh, sort of uh, Speaking of what's great or whatever, but for me, he was in the pantheon of greats in my mind about three years ago because I just I seen him play with a football in his hand. Yeah, I I, I seen him play get the game. Yeah, and I'm like the guy bounces the ball different to everybody yeah. else. He solos the ball like he he kicked over. I think Gavin White plays him a ball. I think it's his second or third point in the game, and he strokes the ball over the bar 
and it looks like he taps it over from the 21. He taps it over from about 43 yards out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taps it over. Under tight marking. I think that this was really important because we'd, we'd had uh, video footage of him playing in the schools games in Croke Park where he's like a man amongst boys from the time he was under 14 and then there was the great minor team that he was part of. So this is the coronation and he has to put in a performance worthy of everything up to this point and everybody always disappoints you in sport. Somebody always, there's always a little bit of a letdown mm. and he didn't. There was no letdown. There was like, oh, I'm actually going to be even better. I'm going to carry the team they needed the marks in the first half like they needed that because yeah. Galway come out and they started really well and everything that they thought about in the build up to the game was like don't let Galway get off to a good start whatever keep Shane Walsh and like, they couldn't do it and he's like no bother I've been here before I've seen the movie I know how it ends I've been an all star every year I've been playing senior lads I'm going to be mad at the match <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's um, what, what was it my uncle used to say over in America he's been, he's been living in America like Far too long, but like he used to say to us before the game, or if it was half time and it was tight or whatever, winners want the ball when the game's on the line. I think it's it's from I don't know what film it's from, but uh, that's what Clifford was like. It was like give me the ball, like I'll win the game, like just put the pressure on me. Don't worry about it. I have this, and that's the that's the footballer he is, and that's the person he is. I just think he's he's got it all. He's like again, like people talk even about Jack and Tiger and who's the greatest. Like I will say. In 200 years' time, people will only look at numbers. They probably won't delve into, like, whatever. And if Jack is on 18 and Tiger's on 15, people would say Jack is, is the greatest. But, like, if you've watched golf around then, you'll see in, in those 10 years, nobody ever played golf like Tiger Woods played mm-hmm. golf. Yeah. And I think if you just watch David Clifford, for me, and I wasn't around, uh, I wasn't alive uh, when I was, uh, Matt Connor was playing, but, like, yeah. when I first seen him on YouTube, I kind of watched and I was like, well, he looks like... He's like Morris Fitz from the noughties or the late nineties. Like when, and obviously people argue about teams and everything. It's a simple fact that like you get better the more you train. So teams are obviously better now and they're more skilled than they mm. were back in the day. Yeah. I'm not saying they were better teams, but they're more skillful. But Matt Connor looks like he's teleported from the noughties or something back to the eighties. Yeah, he just era. drops the shoulder that way. Six lads go this way. He just taps the ball over. And I remember watching it going, he actually looks like, because sometimes you watch players from back then, they throw the ball in front of them and they kick it up the field. Some of the, the greats. Yeah. And you're like, it's not like, and obviously like the lads wouldn't have trained like they do now, but like Matt Connor, for me, looked like that. And again, uh, Morris Fitz, and I think Clifford is like Matt Connor, Morris Fitz, Messi, Mozart, the whole lot of them rolled into one. I agree. That's, and I think he's the, for me, he's the best I've ever seen. Well, uh, You've set a new standard for you had to be there. Connor, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks. Cheers. It's so unexpected. It's one of those you had to be there moments. You had to be there. It subsequently genuinely did change everything about my life. I had to be there.